This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Hello and welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo with Brookside Tax and Financial Advisors, and today with me is Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? I'm doing great. Good to see you again, Chris. Great to be here. Uh, we're going to have a good one today. We were talking before the show, and I'm excited. I've had a great week, and I'm looking forward to this. How about you? How have you been? I know you're busy. I know you've been getting calls from listeners. You love to meet with our listeners and hang out and uh, help them with their finances, right? Yeah, I have a great week. My son moved out, so we had to, oh, yeah. um, we had to move some furniture. So I said, hey, call your buddies so they can uh, help you carry it all up the steps. Of course, none of them show up. So dad, <laughs> dad was moving couches up the steps the other day, but uh, it, it's it's all good. Yeah, today I thought we'd talk about one of our favorite topics, women. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But I assume uh, women in retirement challenges women face uh, versus men when it comes to finances is what you're talking about, yeah, though, right? Yeah, they're, okay. yeah. You know, they they just you know, I don't want to say a different animal, but they are a different animal. So, um, but they do have you know different needs in retirement than men usually have. And, uh, sure. and oftentimes, uh, you know, men don't always live to that life expectancy and may die early. And, and so there's challenges there when, you know, look, how many people, you know, that died before they even collected their social security checks, you know? So, so one age and life expectancy is one, um, you know, healthcare is one saving enough for retirement because women tend to usually marry, um, you know, typically the man's a couple, two, three years older, four years older than the woman. And so when the man's ready to retire, she might be ready to retire. And she's, so she's worked less years. So there's, there's a lot of stuff going on there and, uh, you know, they, they want a stable retirement too. So, um, so we thought we'd talk about all that today. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot to cover here and there are a lot of factors that come into play that really make things more difficult. Uh, once again, I, I feel sorry for women. I tell my wife this all the time. Uh, they get the short end of the stick a lot <laughs> in life, it seems. Uh, I know us guys have it a, a lot easier, and th that's true for finances as well. Yeah, I mean, it's been all over the news lately, especially in this political environment, how, you know, unfortunately, women historically have been paid less than men. And yeah, that's, yep. you know. Um, Hopefully that'll all change for them. But um, so, you know, generally they're, they're being paid a little less. Which, again, it's probably wrong, but it's just a fact of life and that'll, that'll get corrected. And then uh, typically they live longer than men, you know, uh, men probably three or four years longer if you live to your life expectancy. But, it, you know, there are some studies when, a, you know, a, a husband would die early. Let's say you died in your in your 60s that women tend to live up to like 14 years longer, uh, you know, being widowed than, than, uh, than their counterparts. So, you know, what do you do with all that, that time, um, you know, finances, you know, Tony, when somebody passes away, oftentimes, um, you gotta be considerate of, 
pension elections because some people, when they go get their pensions, they don't really come talk to an advisor and then he might pick the wrong option. So we've had people come in and they, they wanted the highest monthly check. So they took the option that said, Hey, give us the highest monthly check. But unfortunately, when you get the highest monthly check from a pension, it generally is just for the life of the, let's say the husband. So he dies, he dies at pension check stops or, or, you know, they, took it at where they only get it for three or four years or whatever. So sometimes, you know, you really got to look at that income. Uh, Social Security, they're going to lose one of the checks, right? So Right. The, so if this, a husband and wife or a couple are both getting Social Security checks and they're in retirement uh, and the husband passes away, one of those checks will go away. Now, they get to keep the high, the, the uh, widow gets to keep the higher of the two, but still you're losing you know, half of your social security income almost probably. Yeah. You, I mean, so they get the higher of the two, but you know, your expenses don't really go down that much unless, you know, your husband was no. a big eater. Unless your husband was a big eater. I mean, you still have all, <laughs> you know, you still have, should we well, say that, Tony? pizza buffets. <laughs> but, that I, yeah, my wife's going to be, she's going to save a lot of money. Let's yeah. just put it that way. So, uh, you know, the, the housing expenses are generally the same. You're still going to have to pay for your real estate taxes and your utilities. And so, a lot of the expenses don't change. You know, they obviously don't get cut in half, right? So, right. So they have to worry about that. They're, you know, they're worried about losses of pensions. Um, they also, uh, you know, a generation ago, and we're still dealing with those people that are retiring from a generation ago, you know, oftentimes a wife may have not worked full time or didn't have enough credits in Social Security, so they're probably going to get less. Also about health care. Um, oftentimes the health care was tied to, the husband's uh, company where he used to work. So uh, there may or may not be health care for them. And then what do you do with health care? Um, oftentimes when they're retiring, so let's say I'm 65 and, I, and I'm ready to retire and I'm going to go on Medicare, but the wife is 60. Well, she's not eligible for Medicare yet. So what do we do for those five years until she gets to Medicare? You know, that's been a big issue um, for many people because it's tough to get these little short-term plans that carry you three or four or five years. That's been relaxed a bit since uh, Trumpy got in, but uh, so there are little short-term policies to, to you know cover that gap. But that's always a big issue because generally, if the husband was working and everybody was on his medical plan, and now he stops working and he goes on Medicare, the wife is doesn't have insurance, right? Unless she's working. And or um, she can get on to uh, some supplemental plan. So and insurance is a, is a big dollar for everybody in retirement now. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously, insurance, uh, health care costs, health insurance. It's huge. The costs have just risen exponentially and they rise every year. And so uh, a lot of times if a man passes away, depending on the age of the woman and what situation they have with Medicare, uh, there's that. There's dealing with long-term care costs, which Medicare doesn't cover. So women living longer isn't necessarily, <laughs> you think, wow, that's great. Uh, I'm a woman. I'm going to live longer than men. I'm. I, it's great to live longer. Well, uh, in one sense, yes, but in another sense, financially, it's a big burden, isn't it? Correct. Because, you know, the long-term care issues that you mentioned are, look, Tony, you've been to a nursing home before. It's eight women, one men, right? Right. So, so the long-term care costs for women historically are higher. They live longer. They generally have more issues. You know, there's all 
those female issues. Um, so they tend to use regular healthcare more often than, than men. And um, then you have to worry about pre-existing conditions if you can get on a certain plan. But the long-term care benefits, you know, long-term care in our area runs over $9,000 a month. Wow. So that's a big number. So, you know, and the average stay in a long-term care is, you know, two to three to four years. So that is a huge number. So hopefully at the national level, something's got to be done because, you know, all the baby boomers coming up and going to end up in a nursing home because we have um, statistics that show two out of three people over 65 will end up in a nursing home. Wow. So that's whoever the next yeah. person you talk to, Tony, is because it's not going to happen to me and you, right? So never well, happens. You, it never yeah, happens to us, yeah, right? You and so, I, you and I, of course. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, we'll just die early. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm young. I'm never going to pass away or need long term care. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's what everybody <laughs> thinks. Uh, well, but yeah, in fact, just two people. It, chances are, if you're married, either you or your spouse or both will need long term care. The odds are right. The odds say one of you will probably need long-term care, and maybe for a long period of time. Yeah. And at a what a hundred plus thousand dollars a year uh, cost, I mean, where does that come from? How do you do that? So the solution, I mean, there are a lot of challenges for women in retirement and women women in general when it comes to finances. But what are the solutions? I know you work with a, a lot of couples and a lot of women. If you plan ahead, it doesn't have to be devastating, right? Right. So initially on the, on the income side, we want to plan ahead. So if you're, if you're banking on your husband's retirement or even your retirement, we want to make sure we're, we're, we're uh, conscious of the elections that you can make, whether or not you want the highest monthly paycheck or do you want to make sure that, look, if I pass away, like we'll take a little bit less now, but if I pass away, my wife Connie would still be able to get into you know, the pension, you know, a lot of times people come in and they don't, they just make these decisions on their own and they don't come in and ask. And then they find out the hard way later, look, my husband died and his pension stopped. You know, that could be two, $3,000 a month. And they were, you know, consistently relying on that money to live. And then we also go over the options for social security. How do you maximize social security? So, you know, we talked about this in other shows too, that, Look, every dollar you maximize Social Security is one dollar less you have to take out of your pocket. So we want to be prudent on, on picking Social Security elections and things like that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, is with women living longer, with the loss of income if a spouse passes away, uh, these things can really add up. And the cost of health care and long-term care, we've touched on those. There are a lot of challenges and there are more uh, that, you know, there are, are some smaller ones that add up. Uh, but the solution is, like you say, have a plan in place. And if we have couples out there listening or or people who are single and, and they want to make sure that they're going to be able to afford these things and have a plan in place, uh, they need to get a hold of you, work with a trusted financial professional, uh, look at not only estate planning and their tax situation, but as a financial planner and advisor, you can look at their overall picture and say, okay, where are your assets? How much risk do you have? What, where is your retirement income going to come from in the case, in the event of the loss of a spouse, right? Correct. And we've also looked at their, uh, not only the retirement documents, but the 
document, their estate planning documents, we've had instances with the, with the change in the tax law. Um, you know, we used to draft these trusts to maximize the use of the estate planning credits out there. So it used to be that we'd put, we'd put you know, $600,000, whatever we'd had to do to maximize the, the husband's use of the estate tax credit, and then the rest would go to the wife. So the way those trusts historically were written, we'd fund one side first. So let's say they had, lack of better, they had a million dollars and the estate tax credit was 600 back then. So we'd put 600 on one bucket and give the other 400 to the wife. So now the law is 11.2 million, right? So you say, hey, we don't need to worry about that. But you need to worry about if you have one of those old trusts because the old trust said, look, maximize the the credit the use of the credit so so in that earlier example they'd end up putting a million dollars in that in that bucket and nothing over in the wife's bucket so wow so a lot of those older documents the way they're written they need to be updated so if you probably haven't looked at your trust in the last you know two or three years it's probably a good time to come in and, and, and talk about that because you don't want I mean it's an unintended result that you'd maximize use of that that credit. And normally what that trust would say, look, the wife could have the income, but she can't get to the principal. Yeah. So that's not what most people no. want, right? Well, no, well, no, obviously not. So uh, obviously another big aspect uh, and challenge that women will face is if a spouse passes away, uh, the estate planning, the beneficiaries, uh, that whole side of things. And, and let's talk a little bit more about that. But first, uh, why don't you let our listeners know I know you usually have a special offer for them, and uh, I know that uh, you offer that complimentary consultation. Let them know how to get a hold of you and set that up. Okay, so our phone number is 440-886-3550, or you can look at our website at brooksidetax.com or retirewithbrookside.com. And we, I wrote two books, one on uh, financial planning um, and one on estate planning. So if you call our office and you want a free copy of that, we'd be glad to uh, send it out to you. So again, one of them is called The Back Nine, which is the uh, financial planning book, because at this point of the game, uh, for all you golfers out there, when, when you're ready to retire, you're on your back nine. And the other one is, the, the, the retirement one is called Rounding Third, because I thought that was, um, you know, you're on third base too, and we got to get you safely home. So those those are the two books. So if you want one of those books or even both of them, just give our office a call. Uh, 440-886-3550. All right. That sounds great. And and so to now let's move on a little bit more. You touched on it, but I think it's so important. Uh, I know as an estate planning attorney, uh, as well as a financial advisor, uh, you've seen this happen where a spouse passes away, uh, but they didn't work with you ahead of time to have a plan in place and a lot of times, of course, as we've mentioned, it's it's the woman who survives. It's the wife who survives her husband. And if it's not set up properly, uh, she might not get the money that's even there for her because of things like probate court or, you know, beneficiary designations on insurance, or maybe they didn't have a proper trust set up. Correct. So we we look at those aspects because there's, the probate comes in two forms. There's I don't know if you know this, Tony, but there's also a living probate, which is bad enough to have a one when you die. So a living probate would be oftentimes people become disabled before they pass away, right? Dying is right. the easy part. So they become disabled when they pass away, before they pass away. 
and they're not legally capable of signing their name or entering the contracts and taking care of business. So if you don't have the right documents in place there, then the spouse may have to go down to the probate court to get a guardianship appointed for the husband who's who had the stroke. And, you know, that gets expensive and time consuming. And then eventually later, he's going to pass away and you go through that whole probate process again. We we'll probably do a whole show on this. But um, then, then the, the flip side is then once the husband dies, are those documents in place for the for the wife? Because the wife generally is going to live longer and she may end up in a nursing home because you know she does live longer. So does does anyone have those documents for her? Does is there children in place or a sister or a brother that can step in automatically and take care of uh, her needs when she needs to go into a facility or, or are they going to end up in a probate court again? So those are a lot of the issues we, we, we look at. So, and just trying to figure out how we're going to pay for all these long-term care costs. And you can buy traditional insurance, which get, tends to get expensive and uh, it gets more expensive. Obviously you get older because you're closer to wrecking the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so, you know, you can't call Allstate after the accident, right? Right. You have, you have to kind of get the insurance before you before you have the accident. So, and oftentimes people um, wait too long. So, you know, with, with auto insurance, look, you buy a new car, you can always get auto insurance, right? So, right. But long-term care insurance, you can't just buy it with money. You have to be relatively healthy, right? You can't already have dementia and ask for insurance so so you're saying if i need insurance i better get it today yeah yeah especially <laughs> my, you tony. My especially case, you tony yeah yeah so you know so you have to you know obviously you have to use money but you have to you have to have health too so you can't just generally uh, jump on a long-term care policy if you if you're not healthy enough um, and underwriting is completely different um, so we've had clients that came in and said look i can't uh, I, I tried to get life insurance a few years ago and they denied me. And I said, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't get long-term care insurance. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, well, you know, the underwriting is different. The, the life insurance company, Tony says, look, Tony, we don't really care how sick you are. Being facetious here. We don't really care how sick you are. Just never die. Right. Yeah. Because they don't pay until you're dead. Right. So, yeah. so if you lived 120, they're fine with that because you're yeah. paying premiums. So you're 120 and they don't, they don't pay out. Now, the long-term care is kind of the opposite. They say, Tony, keep eating that cheese and greasy stuff. Just never get sick, right? Just drop dead, right? So they don't want you to get sick because once you get sick and are in, in the facility, then they have to pay. They would rather you drop dead. So the underwriting is almost the opposite, right? I mean, I'm being a little facetious there, but just because you can't get life insurance doesn't mean you can't get long-term care insurance. And then... Um, you know, the knock on long-term care insurance for all these years is, look, Tony, what if you, you pay five grand a year for, you know, 20 years and then you just dropped out of a heart attack and you're like, yeah, it's been a hundred grand for nothing. Right. <laughs> right. So, and that, yeah. Yeah. Nobody know, feels great about that. And, you know, like uh, in my dad's family, believe it or not, you know, he had seven brothers and sisters, eight of them in total. And, and all of them, except my dad, dropped out of heart attacks. Right. So. So they think that's money not not well spent, but on you know on the other hand, uh, for women, women tend to live longer, right? So we have to worry about that. That they're most women, if you live long enough, are going to need long term care somewhere, either at home, maybe in a, in a, 
uh, assisted living. So, you know, assisted living is kind of like an apartment setting and then eventually a nursing home. So we have to worry about that. And then, so the, the industry's got creative on the long-term care side because they thought everyone would buy this like homeowner's insurance. And, you know, if you got enough, enough people buying homeowner's insurance, you know, you got tens of thousands of people buying homeowner's insurance, you know, if one house burns down, okay, we can, we can pay for that. Well, long-term care, when two out of three are going in, those numbers just don't work as well. So, so what they did is they came up with some hybrid policies where, let's say you buy an annuity, you put a hundred grand in. They say, look, if you buy this annuity, we'll give you some long-term care benefits. So, you know, we'll use your hundred grand first. But if uh, you really need care, we'll, we'll we'll pony up maybe another two hundred thousand dollars for you. So you have like three hundred thousand dollars of coverage. And on the flip side, look, if you never need it and you just dropped out of that heart attack, well, somebody will get your hundred thousand dollars back. So. So that was, you know, some way to get coverage. And it might not be the best of both worlds, but it's something. And you, you kind of got around that, you know, what if I spend a hundred grand and just drop dead and not get the money back? So there are some hybrid policies out there that we kind of like uh, people look at. Sure. Just for, and I think, again, I think it, something has to be done nationally because look, all the baby boomers are coming up. You know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm at the I'm at the end of the baby boomers, but the, the 20 years before me, you know, those people are hitting. I'm you know I'm in my mid 50s now, so 20 years. Those people in their 70s. So soon, those people are going to be hitting the ages where you end up in a nursing home. Yep. And something's something's got to be done. I, I personally think Medicare should cover it. You know, this is the system that you paid into for. So you're 80 years old. You paid into the system for 60 years. Right. Maybe more. Sixty five years. Your first paycheck when you were yeah. 15, you're paying yeah. into Medicare and you're telling me what time I need it when I get to get to uh, go to a nursing home. I have no coverage. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I would agree 100 percent. And something should change there because it's a real crisis. And is, you know, what do they say? Ten thousand people. Is it a day or a week or retiring? I mean, that's just oh, yeah. hitting hitting sixty five. So the baby boomer generation, and then we've got a bigger generation coming up, you know, behind it with the millennials. That, that That's an even larger group of people. So I just think that uh, we have to do something. But having a plan in place is a good place for those of us now who are concerned about this. Uh, plan for it. Uh, there is insurance out there. There are other options. I'm glad you brought them up, but we're almost out of time, Chris. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we have to go? Well, I just think, you, you know, you got to be careful on income. Income and health care is probably the biggest two women in retirement. You know, the, the loss of income when a spouse dies, how do we replace that with predictable income? People want to make sure they can they can live month to month at least in health care. So those are the two big issues. Again, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, 440-886-3550. And the law office number, if you want to get a hold of them, is 216-485-1040. And again, a call us if you want either one of our free books. Um, We'll be glad to send them out to you. All right, listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Road to Retirement with our host, Chris Anselmo. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 
or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.